Darkade was well. A great American. They had two big ones, and then they had like I think uh, back in the eighties. They started out with one WCW or NWA started out with one, which was Starcade, of course, right? Which was the granddaddy of them all for them. There was no. It was before WrestleMania. Well, and it had those notoriously danger, dangerous fucking scaffold, scaffold matches. matches and shit. Yeah, but it was like, how the fuck did you guys get this cleared? <laughs> the eighties, man. They don't give a. Know, fuck. They didn't give a fuck. Did OSHA even exist? As long as you didn't say the the seven dirty words. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> the seven dirty just words. Just don't cuss. You can show as much sex and violence as you want, but just don't cuss. Well, plus it was on pay-per-view, so you, you could show the sex and violence if you wanted. Sure. But uh, um, but what sex was it going to be? Jim Cornette having sex with Baby Doll? Yeah, which would be which would have been tremendous. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's all I've wanted to see. <laughs> this ba- gonna, a Jim this Cornette a Baby show. Doll? A Jim Cornette Baby Doll and Precious Threesome? Are you shitting me? We're rebranding. We're rebranding now. We're, we are a wrestling podcast. A wrestling fan fiction, <laughs> sexual erotic fan fiction podcast. It's very I'm just, niche. I'm just going to recall it's extremely. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Just not for a title, just for an idea. Yes. <laughs> okay, fan fiction. We should pitch this to Frampton, honestly. We should. Okay. But they would do um the bash, the Great American Bash. Um and the end of the year one was um Starcade, of course, and then they would do Halloween Havoc later in the early right. late eighties, early nineties. Halloween Havoc. They should bring that back, honestly. And they have one of them at the beach. Well they had Bash at the beach. Yeah. Which was the right around the same time as the Great American Bash. Two bashes in a row, bud. A lot of bashing. A lot of bashing. <laughs> it's insane how much bashing's going on there. You could call them the Bashing Brothers. <laughs> Thank you. Super Bash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's kick this fucking mule. What do you say? Yeah. Let me hold on. I've been enjoying coming in with Jesus fist fucking Christ. There we go. I've been enjoying coming in with the um, old school theme. Yeah, it's good. So let's let's fucking do it. There it is. Damn, came in hot. Yeah. <laughs> the bass was bumping. Mo is I the Prince of Podcasting Bipolar Rock and Roll. So is this blah 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 episode 285 Pillow Fort Radio slash the Don Blank and Chip Experience. As always, I'm joined by my heterosexual life mate, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards <laughs> down the Canawaw River. Am I Jay or Silent Bob in the, you, uh, in the equation? I'm more of a Silent Bob. Yeah, yeah. probably. I'm probably Enraged Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> raging Bob. Raging Bob. Raging uh Flaming Moe's Raging Bob. <laughs> I'm going to write down Raging Bob. Flaming Moe's. Little Chucky Tater Sacks over there. So Aaron and Elena, they're not with us this week. They went on a weekend getaway to Hedonism 2 in the Grill, Jamaica. 
<laughs> hedonism is back open. Hedonism two is open. Can you imagine that scene <laughs> with those two there? Uh, just walking around looking at everybody. <laughs> right now, at this point, lots of people are giggling, googling, giggling, googling hedonism too, because they had to get a different location. You know that? Did you know that? No. What? They had to get a second location. So you just take a little. It's a it's a resort, and you just, people just walk around fucking everywhere. <laughs> Back open. Is that uh, where Jerry Falwell Jr. and his uh, his beard go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> have you heard? Have you been keeping track of this? I've, I've heard things, but I don't know exactly what happened. What did the Jerry pool boy Falwell? was nailing his wife, and he would watch it, so he'd be cucked. Y- yeah. Whatever happens, man. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, but if that's what you like, it is kind of like. On brand, on brand for the the the, the televangelists yeah. who are complete pieces yeah. of shit and and then call people out for their lifestyles. I'm, su- I'm surprised he wasn't caught with like a male hooker. I'm sure there's some of that in there. I don't think his dad might was like that, but I I, don't, I, I could see Junior being a little bit more. The best thing ever is Christopher Hitchens saying that he's glad Jerry Falwell Senior is dead. <laughs> And then Hannity getting so enraged and <laughs> Hitchens completely keeping his cool the whole time. And Hannity's just <laughs> grinding his teeth. Him saying things like, uh, well, I was trying to reply, but you took up all the time with your rather unlettered response. <laughs> yeah, if you need to go, if you want to go to hedonism, uh, they got rates that are uh, dropping. It's 85 degrees. And <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this podcast is brought to you by hedonism, too. <laughs> It's 85 degrees right now in, in, in the grill, Jamaica. It's, they got sexy specials. Whether you call us Hedo, Hedo 2, Hedo 2, or H2, or H-I-I, they got all the different... Hedo 2, the hedoning. Yeah. The he- sexy is what sexy does. The hedon strikes back. Sexy is what sexy does, and hedonism, too, offers several enticing specials designed to... Tempt your appetite for adventurous and sensual experience. Let's look at all these specials, shall we? Is this what we're doing? This is what we're doing. <laughs> Work, play, and save at Hedonism 2. Save? What, do they offer a banking option? You can rate, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got its own trust. They just have these chicks with huge tits who stick your stick their money, but stick your money between her tits. It's safe now. Mm. I'd just be sitting there handing them dollar bills. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, that's where Aaron and Elena are. He's in, he does them too. I mean, what, what doing you- sex all over the, all over Jamaica, Mon? <laughs> you know, Aaron just walking around. What's going on, Mon? <laughs> Hey, Mon. He's gone on a Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) He's calling everybody Mon. Cargo shorts. Pass the knee cargo shorts. (laughs) That's what's happening. Tremendous. So anyway, how was your week? It was okay. That's great. You know, um. Details is part of the already good storytelling. So, <laughs> well, I don't want to give it all. I'm, I'm just trying to throw out the sizzle reel. Oh, okay. Um, this, is the, <laughs> this is the uh, featurette. The art, the art of storytelling is also the suspense. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, 
You don't sell the steak, you sell the sizzle, sir. That's true. So I got that from one Cosmo Kramer. That is true. Uh, it was good. Um, just work. Um, gym. The gym was really successful this week. I've noticed that since I started taking more days off, I'm getting stronger and feeling better. So um, I don't know. How many days off you taken? Well, I took one. Because I don't know if you know, but I believe in no days off. I mean, I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's plastered all over every rise and grind, every bit of social media you own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paying the iron price. Yes. Paying the stretchy price. Bendiest man alive. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yoga guy. Um, no, I, um, like, I squatted today and my sciatic had kept me from really being able to, you know, go fairly heavy. So, that's not happening anymore. Like I just have to go slow and make sure that I don't, you know, drop the weight suddenly. Like you shouldn't. You shouldn't do that anyway. But I yeah. was doing that. So sometimes um, it's fun to drop the weight suddenly. Well, I mean, see what happens. <laughs> it's it's when other people are around and the and the bar is clanging around your neck and yeah. they're like, you might as well wear it like a scarf. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, and I, I'm finally getting like. You know the uh, CrossFit girls and and even some of the guys that say t- the thunder thighs thing. Yeah, I'm getting that. Oh, like yeah. when I walk, you can see my legs like flexing because I am doing a lot of legs and I really don't have to. And I really don't have to do a lot because you know that's one part it, that I have a genetic gift at is like we all have really strong legs, haunch strength. Yeah, so. There's that. I can actually bench again. I was repping two plates again. Um, without one, one plate on each side. Very nice. No, two plates on each oh. side. Total of four. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one arm rowing, 130-pound dumbbell. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, just uh, getting getting the old strength back. It's um, consuming more calories, but not really consciously. I, just, I don't sit, feel the need to really count right now, so I just eat pretty much what I want as long as I'm getting my... You know, protein requirements. I don't really care what else I'm consuming. So, I got a clean bill of health, so I can ruin it now. So, yeah, fuck it. Start smoking. (laughs) Start doing heroin. Uh, Where would you? I got to go for the first uh, prostate exam next time with the doctor. Oh, it's going to be fun. Watch out! If both hands are on your shoulder, that's not his finger. (laughs) You're being raped. (laughs) (laughs) Prost raped. (laughs) I can't put that down, but I really want to. Um, I uh, this week I uh, ate five giant ribeyes. Neat, and I had a baked potato with four of those, and then I ran out of potatoes, and I lost six pounds. Well, I'm a firm. What belief- the fuck is going on? Two forty one right now. That's awesome. It's insane. I I weigh about like twenty pounds, twenty oh, some pounds. We're doing things. We're doing different things. Well, I'm. Really starting to see I'm putting on a lot of muscle Like I can really tell And um, My waist is I've I got upset yesterday Because my pants are getting A little bit tighter And I've fought so hard To get my waist down But I gotta Accept that You know There's some really girly things About you I like that That you think about That type of thing What your waist Yeah Well I mean that's a that's part you of the land, land on the bed, and that's part of the uh, <laughs> that's part is the uh, the aesthetic. Yeah, you know, I know. Or you have to have a small waist to make your. But my shoulders are getting crazy, fucking wide and big. So, you know, it's not the aesthetics are 
changed a little bit now. But Just inject uh, some of that penthol or what is that? Synthol. Synthol. Yeah. Penthol. Penthol is something completely different that could probably kill you. <laughs> Doug don't Pen- inject Doug. Doug, Doug Penthol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. I need to get back into <laughs> Peter DeLuise. Um That dude's making bank. You know that. He's directing like uh, Hallmark movies, and he he's in like two or three shows that are in syndication. In, is it really the late nineties that were syndicated shows when they first? Well, came what out. else is he in syndicated in? He's in Stargate. Is he? Yeah. Well, I guess he plays a douchebag. Probably. I never like watched a it. military guy. He's, and of course, Twenty One Jump Street's getting a revival thing right, going on right now. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, because the three really popular comedians made a podcast about it. So ah. people are starting to watch it, and it's on like two or three different, including our podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> including me. <laughs> um, but you know what a porno would be called for that? Twenty one Jump Street, twenty one Hump Street, or twenty one Pump Street. Oh, yeah, either one. Either one is great. <laughs> Actually, the Hump Street better. I can't believe I didn't fucking come up with. How it. come nobody said twenty one Hump <laughs> Street? <laughs> One of these can go down. <laughs> 21 hump. You can do 21 hump, pump, come street. Like, comma, comma, comma. Hump. Chameleon. Or come street. I even used a uh, a uh, Oxford comma there. Right? Oxford commas are the bee's knees, I hear. I hear some people like the Oxford comma. What is the Oxford comma? It's like, well, I put hump, pump, or come street. I put a hump, comma, pump, comma, or come street. The one after pump is the Oxford comma. You don't really need it, but some people like it. That's that's a soft comma then. Yeah. Yeah. They call it the Oxford comma. I don't know why. I've heard people mention it, and I looked it up. Hmm. It's uh, sort of like the thing where you add an S to make it possessive at the end of a name, but on somebody's name that ends in S, like Charles, you can also do the apostrophe S. But you don't have to. Sometimes you just put the apostrophe. You don't have to after the s. Yeah, just the apostrophe. No, I like. S. I prefer that. If I'm, if I'm, I prefer, if I'm writing, that's what I do. I get mad when I see somebody that puts the apostrophe s after a name that ends in s. Yeah, that scene that smacks of. It doesn't look right to me. No, but it is acceptable. It's uneducated. I hate it. Yeah, I want to fight. It's like there, there, and there. Yeah, well, those, if you've ever, if you've or since. And people, instead of put S-E-N-S-E, put since. Yeah. We are not friends anymore. I can't, it's hard. It's definitely, defiantly, I, I'm not your friend anymore. Yeah, people don't know how to spell definitely. I don't know. But, I mean, I can I can handle misspelling as long as I know what you're talking about. Well, sometimes the spell I, corrector gets you. The, it's yeah. done that to me. But if you're talking to someone who that annoys you immediately. You have know to what I found it. out last night? What? Might be the greatest discovery. Let's... Look Amazing here. discoveries with Mike. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to message you, and if I just type in S U G A, sugar tits is a, <laughs> it is, is good. It is one of my uh, suggested words. I don't want to know what my suggested words are. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that sugar tits was one of my suggested words till last night, and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking amazing. Just just type in sugar, and then it gives me a suggestion. Or tits. It's great. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> Bar's really high this week. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, oh, I think uh, Aaron's getting his ass eaten by a Jamaican lady right now. Absolutely. He should be if he's not. I'd be disappointed. 
on, you guys. This is great. Get in there. <laughs> I like those over there going, looking at her phone. <laughs> Eating the Jamaican man's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so I started reading uh, Salem's Lot Word It's a good book It's one of his earliest ones it's just, I think it's the second book he wrote Carrie was first And then Salem's Lot um, So he probably remembers Writing this one There was some in the late 70s Provisionally Through the 80s He doesn't remember He doesn't remember Maximum Overdrive Of course not Like directing it or anything He doesn't remember And Kingdale. neither should The rest of us <laughs> Hey shut up It's tremendous I love it I love it <laughs> I love that movie <laughs> I might throw it. That's a great nap movie. I yeah. might throw it on when I get home after the show today. It's the best Roddy Piper movie that he's not he in. He's not in, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's the second best Roddy, Roddy Piper movie that he's not in? Um, That could be We Could Go to Die Hard. He no. would have been, been great in Die Hard. No, he wouldn't have. He, Lethal no. Weapon. He would have been a good Riggs. No. Those are too slick. Like, you need something that's like lower budget. But it's still great. Okay, well, we could replace him, uh, Chuck Norris, or him with Chuck Norris, or Chuck Norris with him in almost any of those. Roddy Texas Ranger. <laughs> you know they're making a, uh, a, they're rebooting Walker Texas Ranger, like a young when he's young, a prequel. <laughs> NBC, Why? they got that new streaming service. They need to fill that fucker up. So it's like let's reboot some shit, man. <laughs> I mean, Twenty One Jump Street. The eyes of the Ranger are upon you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the Walker Texas Ranger lever? Yes. Conan, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. La- the last thing he did is when he fought Chuck Norris, and Chuck Norris kicked him through boxes. <laughs> yeah, Norris. Yeah. He like kicks him. <laughs> remember the Walker Texas Ranger intro? I know you're just seeing it. I, I, no, Norris sings it, doesn't he? I hope so. Intro. Let's look at the intro. <laughs> This is going to be great. Look at this. Well, this is delightful. Ah. In the eyes. That's him. That's him. <laughs> Unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. You know what's funny? The show is good. <laughs> the show's fine. For what it is. I'm sure it's fine. I thought that was no, Wilford Brimley. I did too. No, that's uh, Wilford Brimley was only 30 when this fucking show was made. Because that's where the Rangers. Dude, no, Wilford Brimley was like 43 when Cocoon was made. No, he wasn't. Was yeah. he really? That's nuts. I know. He was my age. Yeah. God. So old. I mean, I, I, I've looked it up before. I'm sure it's going to autocorrect. How old was Will for this is this is just uh, going to be us googling things that we find interesting. Yeah, I mean that's what it always is. Yeah. Forty nine. He was forty nine when he filmed Cocoon. Didn't look a day over seventy. God, I mean this is he's him. also he's that's a, him in Cocoon. He's also in my favorite. God, he looks just so, nine looks years so older f- than me. He, he looks so fucking old in that. I look like I'm twenty seven compared to. I him. know. I mean, come on, 35. 30, give me 33. 33, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill myself. That's right, folks. We insult each other on the rig on the show. <laughs> well, that's how, I, that's how I know you're friends with me if you call me a faggot and tell me I look old. Oh, man. <laughs> you're just going to get so canceled with the F word. Don't care. You can't cancel me from something that I own. You know, yeah. this is my proprietary. I'm building my own fan base. There's 30 people <laughs> that tune in <laughs> to hear me say 
anti-gay slurs, even though I'm very pro-gay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a Louis C.K. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah well, I'm in. I'm a lot of people compare me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true <laughs> You were masturbating Into a house plant When I walked I, in I was I, See that's what the, They don't compare me Because we're funny They compare me Because I masturbate Because you like to masturbate I like to masturbate In the house plants uh, I like to masturbate In front of people I like them to pretend Like they don't like it But they like it <laughs> I don't I don't really know I can't hear through The ball gag Anyway <laughs> Hey Meow 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 Wilford Brimley was 49. Just recently passed away. Yeah. He was also in one of my favorite movies of all time. A movie that Roddy Roddy Piper would have been great for. Oh, he would have been. I can I Remo know. the Adventure. Remo Williams the Adventure. That movies. is what he should have. Yeah. Oh, man, he would have been so great. Let's look at Roddy Piper's IMDb. Chun! Real quick. <laughs> oh, you know, I was in some movies. I was in some movies back then, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm a master of Shinanju. <laughs> Oh, oh, this is a shameless Asian stereotype. <laughs> he would have been great as the Indian guy in Short Circuit. <laughs> oh, my God. He wouldn't have been great in that. All right, let's look at it. Yes, you. he would. You take that back. He probably would have been great. as. I would have liked to see him with a full-on turban. Roddy Piper was in 168 things. In brown face. Oh, God. All right, let's go all the way back to the beginning oh, and God. check it out. I'm, most of these are going to be like home videos of wrestling and stuff. So. Right. All right. The one and only was his first uh, movie. He played Leatherneck Joe Brady. What year was that? 78. Damn. Then they put him on WCW Worldwide, which aired from 75 to 2001. So that's why they put it all the way back there. God, almost all of his wrestling stuff. So that's good. Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling, of course. He was the bad guy. How far was they living there? 88. Yeah, these are most of them are uh, wrestling, which is great. The Goonies are good enough. He was in that video. Yeah. That's I, a great song. Yes, it's, it really is. Yes. Good hey, this is enough. Fucking get into Let's it. Let's do it. This is a fun employment file. That's what this is. <laughs> Let's see. WWF grudge matches. All right. We're getting close to where hell comes to frog town. I hear oh, that's fuck. good, which is 88. Um, buy and sell. C-E-L-L. They live, which is undisputedly one of the greatest movies, like B, like uh, sci-fi horror or whatever. Um, They did it really well. Like, I don't want to see a remake of it, even though they live. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. It's John Carpenter at his best. But you know, you know what I mean. Like, they could probably do a really good job. They would, but it would be so preachy and yeah. I don't want preachiness, even though that movie. It's okay. They live as preachy in the right way, if you ask me. Things were going from bad to worse. Why her mom and pop gas shop was being forced to close. No more veggie burgers. No. He was on the Love Boat, nineteen ninety. No more TV movie. The, the Love Boat was on in nineteen ninety. It was. A, they would do TV movies every now and then, just like the Incredible Hulk did TV movies every now and then. Have you ever seen any of those? Yeah, they're awesome. Brother, they're great. I love them so oh, much. So bad. They're terrible. But like the one well, with Thor. Terrible in that good way, yeah. The one with Thor. They actually tried to make him an actually an actual Asgardian god. Yeah, and then like the, a guy had like his um, <laughs> a guy had his his hammer right yeah and he would like hold it out and then thor would appear like he would summon thor some is that no that's his that's the way it should be his name was dr blake okay so that's the come come comic canon right they didn't they didn't do that in the movie like at all wasn't the girl sort of like that uh natalie portman not really but like 
Well, yes. She's going to be Thor, Love, and Thunder, where she's going to be like the goddess of... Which actually happened in the comics. I don't know if this is going to work. I, I want it to work. Oh, look at the air. There's all righty Paul. Let me tell you. There's classy Freddy Blassie. Remember back in the 80s when you could take your time with things the and you really get shake. into it? Yeah, this is a long this, video. This is a music video, and it's taken two and a half minutes already just to show Cindy motherfucking Lopper on Piper the Piper was a big fella. Yeah, six, three, four, two sixty probably. I'm, now I've got to look up Roddy Piper's fucking measurements. And by, right there, was he was on the good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah buddy. What was that, Freddy? I don't know. And the shake. Let's see. God, they're really taking their time. Yeah, they are. I'm, I'm, I'm really. As much as I love this, it's not good for the show. Okay, he was billed at. Uh, God, he was. A, he wasn't very old when he died, dude. He was what? He was born in '64, so he was 61 when he died. That's so. Which young. it's pretty young. Yeah, for a regular for a wrestler, person. that's actually for a wrestler. Old, that's though. octogenarian for a wrestler. He was billed at six two, two thirty. Then he then he was smaller than that. So six foot oh, about six foot. Six foot probably two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. Okay, here we go. He was trained by Judo Gene LaBelle, which is a big deal, and Stu Hart. That is a big deal. Judo Gene LaBelle was a bad yes, dude. Yes, he was. That's who uh Brad Pitt is based on. Yeah. yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, that's also based on an actual thing that happened, but they didn't fight. They kind of sparred a little right. bit. And he just picked him up and carried him on his shoulders. Judo Gene LaBelle was a gorilla. Yeah, he was tough, man. Yeah. And he's he But also, Bruce Lee was I mean, that's the thing. I lo- as much as I love that movie I do Agree with the Depiction of Bruce Lee Is not cool I don't like it I think it's fine Because it's not Also the the You can He changed The history so. Yeah yeah I get it I mean so, I, I'm not in, Up in arms about it But my mom watched that With me and she was So happy that he gave Her a happy ending Yeah Cause she remembers her Oh sure She remembers uh, It's great <laughs> <laughs> She could fucking belt, dude. Fuck she yeah, still she can. can. Yes. And she was... That mouth is... Yeah. You know. She was so cute, too. Yeah, she was. Now we got... Uh, they're picking somebody up and throwing them around. I remember they... She was on, like... Remember those diva specials that uh, VH1 would do back yes. in the day? And they'd bring back older female singers with younger ones. Yes. She, she sang, like, a soul song or something back, in, She's back awesome. then with, like... Alicia Keys or something yes. I don't remember And she fucking murders it Yeah I know She was always really talented They never really gave her um, Respect as a great singer Well because she Because the way so, she looks yes. and She's so weird Right and Quirky And she has some of the greatest songs Of the 80s This one Time After Time True Colors uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun She Bop I mean it She was, Bop's about masturbating Yes it is Just that fucking voice That's great It's a 50's style song yeah, maybe, maybe early sixties. She has a a bit of a punk rock aesthetic to her. Yeah, but that's pure pop music. Oh sure, back when it was great. There is no punk in it. I mean, yeah, she was great. I love Cindy Lauper. I do too. I would have sex with Cindy Lauper right now. I like the fact that the Goonies are in the video. Yeah, including Josh Brolin, a Josh young Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin was great. I love the fact that they're Still all. Great. I love the fact they're all going to come back to do the Goonies movie. I like the fact that he is cool enough to do that. Is that happening? Yes. There's a Goonies sequel coming. Yeah, I've been hearing about this. I have. I think, they've all, I think they have all agreed to come back. I'm looking this up right now. And this is the time for it because Stranger Things really kicked off. Yes. An '80s Renaissance. Yes. 
They did a cast reunion. Oh. Steven Spielberg shares interesting sequel update during the Goonies cast reunion. They're doing cast reunions for all everybody's favorite movies right now over yes. Zoom, which is great. More than 30 years after the release of 1985's Goonies, the now grown-up cast reunited with the movie's director Richard Donner and Chris Columbus to and co-executive producer Spielberg on Josh Gad's new video series, Reunited Apart. Yeah, Josh Gad's doing a lot of these cast reunited reu, reunions. Special, which aired Monday, April 27th, is the first of many hosted by Gad with each episode raising money for charity. One of the most interesting updates dropped from the Goonies reunion special came from Spielberg as he addressed those ongoing rumors of a possible sequel. At various points over the past 35 years, Goonies cast alums or Donner himself have spoken on about being on board for a sequel. Okay. So it looks like it might be possible, at least. I love it. I fucking love it. Yes. Bring Haim in. Maybe we get Haim straightened out. Get him with Josh Brolin. Yes. Wait, it's Corey Haim or not Haim Feldman? Feldman, yeah, Haim's dead. I forgot about him. Yeah. Could they get somebody to replace him? Or he could just be dead because it's forty years ago. <laughs> he could have just died in real. In, Corey Haim is not movie. in the Goonies. He's not. No. Sean Astin. Okay, that's Martha who, uh, Plimpton. They kind of have the same. Carrie Russell. No, Carrie Green. I think. Carrie Green. Um, okay, so they Josh can bring Brolin. back Feldman. Yes, and Feldman can get straightened out with uh, Josh Brolin. Yes. Josh Brolin could mentor him, tell him to stop making music because he was a really good actor. Yeah, he he wasn't bad. Feldman. Like he was, he's in some of the biggest hits of the eighties. I mean, Lost Boys, Goonies. Um, he was in one of the uh, Friday Thirteenth movies. I think Part Four. He was in. Um, I, I, I've broken my obsession with Friday Thirteenth Part Two recently. So, Part Two. Yes. That's that's the one because I had such a thing for that little. Oh. That, oh man, she was so fucking cute. The one whose life completely collapsed, and now she looks like she's ninety. Yeah, it's so Lost sad. Boys. Yeah, he's in Lost. I Boys. I just bought the Lost Boys. They've made a couple sequels of that. Yeah, they didn't need to be made. Be, be, they could uh, retcon those. Yes, if they if they ever want to bring that back, I'd be down. Stand by me. Yes, Feldman had some fucking Gremlins, dude. Yeah, I forgot he was in Gremlins. Yeah, he had some fucking uh, some fucking pull in the biz back in the day. I wonder if he has so. any money left. Yeah, he's doing great. Is he doing okay? Yeah, um, that's why he gets he does all these crazy, the music and he does all these tours, because he he's done well uh, with the the well, but and pe- but the Americans, show. Americans also like a train wreck. Yeah, they do. That's uh, a sad thing. I mean, look at our current government. I mean, it's the train wreckiest of train wrecks. So everything's a train wreck right now. It is, isn't it? Really, twenty twenty is fucking. We have not discussed the, the the shittiest thing yet. Chadwick Boseman dying. Well, Chadwick Boseman and uh, Justin Towns Earl, Steve Earl's son, passed away on Monday. I think. I don't. Thirty eight years old. Jesus Christ! What happened? I don't know. I I didn't want to look it up because I actually I listened to his music. I like him. Yeah. But he seemed like he might have been a, a heroin guy. Sure, like Shooter Jennings. Shooter was Steve Earle was, of course. Yeah, um, Copperhead Road. Justin Helms Earl was. I hate when I look up somebody's who's just recently died, and their mm-hmm. Wikipedia says was. Yeah. Um. I wonder what he what got him. Probable drug overdose. Dude, I, that sucks. Chadwick Boseman was. You know, he was shooting all of those movies, and he he was he had stage four cancer. Yeah. He, he was shooting Black Panther and had stage four cancer. People and looked like that having stage four cancer. He fucking he looked he, great. They, they didn't CGI that. I've no. seen him in other things, and he was he jacked. really worked out hard. 
He did the Five Bloods, which I hear is really good. It's a Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Um, he would go visit kids in hospitals. Uh, they were he was, they were battling it too. He was a really good guy, man. He, he did a really good guy. He uh, nobody knew. The last thing he uh, tweeted was a support for Kamal Harris. That sucks. But <sighs> I know you don't like her, man. I know you don't like her, but we we have to look beyond things that are make it. Let me make it clear. I'm not going to vote for Biden. Or I know Trump. you know. Well, I'm not voting for either. It doesn't matter here anyway. But I'm not going to vote for either of them. I might vote for Joe Jorgensen, or I might write in no, like I did the last time. I wrote in no on everything. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand, but I'm saying that, bro. We we're we're at a we're at a real tipping point here. I don't care what anybody says. The the shit he's doing, again, not to preach, but if you really paid attention to it, and and you and you know civics and you know that stuff is terrifying. Yeah, he's I mean, terrible. He's 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 rampaging all over, and he is he will become a dictator if he can. I looked. Uh, I was flipping channels. I hooked the cable back up in my room so I could watch Shark Tank while I go to sleep. <laughs> the show Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. Because <laughs> it's like people trying to convince uh, billionaires to give them money, which is America right now. <laughs> I've got an idea for a show. All right. Chuck went to go get a... You going to get a water or an energy drink? I'm uh, get a cherry lime. Yeah, those things are good, bro. They are, bro. They are, bro. Champ. Oh yeah, I know. It is dying. It is dying like crazy. I know. I need lots of things. I need. <laughs> I need to get a new fridge. I need to get a new dishwasher. Your car's good though. My car's fine. Um, good. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. I need to get a fridge, dishwasher, and the spin cycle on my on my clothes washer won't work. Mine either. I mean, my, my washer's dead. I have to go to my mom's. I feel I, like I'm. Yeah, I had to take mine to my mom. Like, hey, I've been eating ramen all week. <laughs> Which my mom, she likes that I need her, so that's great. But um, I, my mom does too, but, you know, the COVID is kind of on a rampage around here, so I don't like going out and, and exposing them. Yeah, I uh, take precautions. I haven't touched my mother in five months. Yeah. I haven't given her a hug. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I do not do that either. I'm, I'm glad she has the dogs to wallow around on her so somebody can hug her. But I do... Wrestle around with the dogs, and then they wrestle around on her. Well, they can catch COVID. Yeah, but, but they can be carriers. They don't. They, they don't can be carriers. It. But like, um, we're finding out more and more that you're not going to really get it off of surfaces or whatever. If any of this is even real, I think it's part of a weird simulation. We're going to wake up, and <laughs> our dicks are going to be inside out for some reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I like that you go immediately <laughs> to that. This is the number hey, one thing I worry about. Yo, every morning when you wake up, what do you do? You grab your nuts and your penis and make sure it's still there. Or am I the only one that does that? Since I've been on the testosterone, it's like I'm 19. I wake up with a raging fucking heart on. And you're like, hey, what are you doing up so early? Hey. It's crazy. Like, I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> I thought we dealt with this. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about getting on it. I might schedule like a checkup here later, but everything's fucking excellent. Like, as far as health goes. Yeah, that's. I was surprised with mine too, being so ridiculously healthy, being overweight, and all that stuff. You know, so. I know what we were talking about, Chad, but we're we're uh, we've um, veered off the path a little bit. But let me just say, my favorite thing about losing weight is the ability to make fun of fat people again. Neat. It's great. Yeah. There's a <laughs> there's a guy at work. He's about five foot four. Got to be 
got to be inching towards four bills, which is. Is this the guy who told you he didn't care about? No, no, different no. guy. This guy, he actually started. Yoga uh, because of you? He started doing That's it because awesome. he, he him, saw man. me over the year and and um he lost two pounds and he thought he accomplished something and he stopped. <laughs> he just hasn't gone back to it. But uh, I told him, I called him a fat piece of shit. And he said, you were fat too. I said, yeah, but I'm not now. So I get to do this. <laughs> I told him, I'm really mean. I told him uh, uh, last week, I said, I can't wait for you to kill over and die of a heart attack so I can come up and take your job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He knew I was joking. I, don't, I really like the guy. <laughs> Actually. Anyway, Chadwick Boseman. Well, before we go any further, how's yeah. that, do you feel anything off that Kratom? Yeah, I do. Is it good? pretty good. Yeah. Is it good, is it good like Kraybot? Um. Yeah. Is it? I mean, I don't know. It's just pricier. Like that bag was thirty dollars. Yeah, you, that's not good. Yeah, I got a a kilo for like no, I got almost a kilo. Like there's three quarter kilos, I think, mm-hmm. like eighty dollars. <throat> and then I got another one for twenty to make it to hundred, so I get to fifteen percent off. But gotcha. boom, you know what I mean? Go ahead though. Um, talking about Chadwick Boseman. Um. Like who's going to play all the like uh, awesome black dudes in history now? Because <laughs> he was Thurgood Marshall. Well, Denzel's son. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's up and coming. Yeah. So yeah, we got him. He's actually really good too. Yeah. Tenant comes out next week. What are your days off next next week? Uh, Thursday and Friday. One of those days we can go. Sure. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> also, uh, Bill and Ted. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't got to the see reviews it. are pretty good. Yeah, a lot of people say it's great. Of course, Richard Robert didn't like it because he's he's a cunt. I don't know. He's such a cunt. I don't. I mean, he's just pay attention. He, he panned Fellowship of the Ring. It's like I haven't seen it, so I can't disagree. But it's great. I mean, it's a great movie, and it's like almost universally loved. And he had to be the guy that panned it. He's that guy. I'm going to be the one to pan this because I'm a cinema guy. Go fuck yourself. You know what? I I look to. Whenever I want to see if something's good or not, you go watch it. I well that, <laughs> but if there's something I'm not sure about, um, I just look at Twitter and mm-hmm. the people I follow that I think are funny. If they're commenting on it and they think it's funny, or if they're going, going too hard against it because that's what comedians do. Sometimes yes, they'll pan things because that's their job is right. to find the thing that they don't like about it and make it big. Uh, or if they're going too hard against it, then I'll try it out. That's how I tried out Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Somebody, uh, somebody that I think is funny on uh, Twitter. Was uh, said it was great, so I checked it out, and it's now my favorite show. I just finished uh, season three again. Yeah, dude. God, it's good. It is so good. Anyway, Chadwick Boseman, Boseman, Montana. You know, that's the, the town was named after him. I don't think that's don't so. Fact check me. Okay, what I'll you, just let it go. It's what fine. Are you, what are you, Snopes? <laughs> <laughs> Snopes dog. Nobody knew that he had uh, this cancer. No. This uh, colon cancer. But he was getting really skinny and people were people were making fun of him. Like well, he, he did a video about Jackie Robinson Day not too long ago and he was really skinny and they yeah. called him Crack Panther and stuff. Like people on Twitter are mean. I get it. People suck, man. I know. But I mean, that dude <laughs> he was you know that segment uh, I think G- Fallon does. It's always pretty funny. Like celebrities meet read mean tweets. Yeah, it's pretty good. Those are good. Like he it had him showed him reading one. How did the baddest dude who gets to play all the baddest roles end up end up 
with a white ass, white bread ass name like Chadwick. <laughs> you start laughing. <laughs> I like the ones where they look at the camera like, yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. had some really good ones. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is great. I love him. Um, even DC put up a tweet about. Uh, of course, universe cross universes. Yeah, yeah, there's they're showing pictures of kids. With all the, uh, I'm getting ready to cry about it. All the Avengers lined up around like a little box with uh, Black with, Panther, with Black Panther in it, and the kids standing there, sitting there doing like, I'll never forget. Whenever me and you went and saw Black Panther, it was, it was, opening night, it was so good with with all the black people. <laughs> yeah, it, that's and that's what I wanted. I wanted that yeah, experience absolutely. to be in there I mean, with everybody, and how much fun it was. Yes, it was. Or in Endgame. The first silhouette you see coming out of the pool is fucking Black Panther. And everybody in the theater went nuts. Yeah. It was awesome. And I like the fact that they. I don't like the fact that they're now trying to call Marvel racist because they don't have more characters of color. I'm just like, you have to understand these characters were made in the 40s. That's what it is. And I'm not averse to them making Anthony Mackie. Captain American stuff. But what I'm saying is when it comes to that movie, the first characters that walked back out were the major black characters. I was like, that's good. I like that. That's, you know. And I mean, he started a, it's um, NBA players. They make a big three. They do the uh, the cross arms. The Wakanda thing, yeah. You know what somebody needs to do if I was a better artist or visual artist? I would put Chadwick Boseman, like his, his back, walking into that place where Wakanda after you died. Like there, that there's really, people that it, I'm sure they have. I mean, that's a really beautiful thing. Wakanda. Um, I mean, Black Panther was just a beautiful movie. I loved it. I mean, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's so much, and not because he died. It's because it's good. You know. Yeah, we we loved it in the beginning. I've yeah, watched that, it three they, or four times since. I'd like to play that song. As a matter of fact, that's at the end of it. That, that seems apropos. Uh, is that who who's all the stars by Kendrick Lamar? I don't we can't know. do that. Rap rap artist dude and. You don't want super, we shouldn't try it. We probably shouldn't okay. try it. Rap artists and like super popular pop artists, if you play their stuff, they have like uh, algorithms that go gotcha. and find stuff. So I try to steer away from that. And if we're ever going to make this thing big, we're not. But if we if we if and something happens, something, well, it's it's man, we we have a lot of really loyal people, and you know. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I'm this thing about stoicism where it says, you know, always wanting more. I, I, this is my favorite thing to do throughout the week, and that's no bullshit. Like I get excited when it's like I get to do the show today, mm-hmm. and I'm upset they couldn't, they didn't come this time because well, you know, they're we, at hedonism, getting their. Dicks I understand sucked. it. Elena's gotten fucking um, clothespins on her nipples, getting slapped in the face with baloney by a midget right now. She's having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't. I <laughs> She's taking a taser to the clit right now. Neat. Um, <laughs> no, this is my favorite thing. And um, we have people who I, I'll get people in the, and I'll tell them about the show and I always give them the, the, ca- the caveat. I'm like, it is extremely offensive. It is extremely. But offensive. we're almost never being mean. Well, no, it's always if it's we're always, being mean. We're being mean about ourselves. Well, and also we. We're mean about the people you should be mean about. Yeah, I mean, you're mean the pe- bad people. We don't like bad people. Mm-hmm. So, um, including ourselves. <laughs> um, but no, and it's I'm happy with what it is. If it gets to be bigger, fine. If if not, fine. I don't care. So, uh, scat porn based on Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty One Dump Street. <laughs> I 
<laughs> just came up with it. I'm a genius. Why am I not famous? <laughs> Cancer porn called 21 Lump Street. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Forrest, Gump's, uh, Forrest Gump slash 21 Jump Street crossover porn 21 Gump Street. Yes. <laughs> 21 Cump Street. Um, uh, no, we, Chad, we are good at this. We are. We said it's, we're, we're pros. Chadwick Boseman, no, Black Panther was an absolutely tremendous movie. Um, it deserved all the accolades it got. And it was, of course, attacked by people on the right, including that cunt Ben Shapiro. Um, I, I know that we liked him for a minute, but if you really get dive deep into him, he's a cunt. I never really liked him. I just agree with some of the things he does and i think he's kind of he's fine i don't he's not a good debater he's not i have no idea i mean when you actually corner him and and make and force him to look at actual things he gets mad and he leaves so that's what he does he's a cunt tucker carlson is a cunt we're getting to that in a second um and they and none of them liked it because they dared to say something about colonizers and all that stuff i'm like guys we're gonna have to start Looking at history and just accepting it, you know, it's just none of us personally are responsible for any of those things. That's true. But it is a shameful history that has to be dealt with. And when you still can't accept that the Confederacy should not be embraced, that it should be seen for what it is, you've got a fucking problem. Who who said that? What do you mean? Who did Ben Shapiro say? That? No, I'm just saying that. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm saying that white people in general have this thing where they fly the rebel flag and they have the audacity to say it's heritage. Don't hate. Fuck you. Ugh. Fuck you and fuck you again for that. That's just double r- fuck you. Double fuck you. Hmm. Double stuffed like Murray did. Oh. Stuff you. Stuff you again, Jermaine. <laughs> Why did I get double stuffed? Uh, <laughs> no, I just I, I I can't deal with it anymore. Um. I like the fact that I that I have stood up and, and been counted with being against all this shit, and that I'm probably not liked by a lot of people because of it. You know what? I'm glad you don't like me because that proves I'm doing something right. So, and it's not virtue signaling. It's not. I just I, I don't believe that we should celebrate such things. Yeah, I don't think we. I I literally don't think we should celebrate anything. Celebrate your own personal accomplishments. Well, with I mean, your I'm friends. talking about something should be celebrated. World War II, and something that needed to be done. Um. Celebrating the union side on, on Civil War. Yeah, good. Needed to be done. You know, it's just the very idea that it could have been settled without bloodshed is absolutely ridiculous. That's ridiculous thinking. It was not going to be settled without bloodshed. So, um, you know, so, but Vietnam. I like the fact that the monuments to that are just to the lives lost, not to some victory. Yeah. I mean, when? Exactly. We didn't lose either one every battle, killed so many of them, but it was a pointless, ridiculous war that yeah. cost us 350,000 lives. It was none of our business. What did 350,000 lives? I no earth. Or 35,000, I can't remember. That's a terrible thing I can't remember, too. Well, it's uh, it was a 10-year war, right? Yes. It's close to that, at the least. The 10,000 days war, they call it. Yeah, it was close to 10 years, at least. Mm. Vietnam casualties. 58,220. That's a lot of dudes. Uh, 47,434 American soldiers. Spanned from 1964 to 1975. Holy shit. So 11 years. <laughs> were, thought, we, were we there the entire time? 64 to 75? Yes. 
that's they left the the the, the all the videos of them the, the people trying to get on the helicopters at the embassies because the the communists are coming in and they're going to start seizing people and putting them to death which indeed they did we th- we talk about vietnam as being ridiculous and it is and it was then you look at the two wars we've been in now since 2002 3 whatever it is it's insane uh, wars are dumb and unless Adolf, Adolf Hitler needed to be stopped. That's I don't care what anybody says. I don't, I, I don't care any, any try to modern spin when you put on it. Like you know, this it was this it was this that was I believe that was a completely just war and it needed to be fought. And World War Two, well, all veterans get my respect, all of them. But World War Two veterans, in my opinion, are were gods. I mean they they. Not gods, but they were demigods. Like they were, they did this awful thing, and then they didn't expect to be patted on the back for it. You know what I mean? They came back and they just lived their lives. And you know, I knew I had a couple of them in my family. You know, we all did. And you know, the very fact that they didn't want to discuss it. You know, they didn't want accolades. They were just like it needed to be done. You know, now let's go back to our lives, please. You know, it's. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, they didn't. They didn't. Care. They were the offensive linemen. They, they're the ones making everything happen. But they Absolutely didn't care about uh, getting patted on the back. I mean, they're such a, they're such a tough generation. Like, you know, they fought the Great Depression and the Great War, and they won both. You know, of course, the Great War helped get them out of the Great Depression. So, <laughs> you know, all the mechanization, all that stuff that happened, and, um, and it's really turned us into a war for profit country. It has. And one of the one of the greatest generals of the the whole architect of the whole thing warned of that ironically. Ike yeah. said, beware, "Beware the military, military industrial, industrial complex. complex." And he was absolutely fucking correct. Mm-hmm. That's the reason one of the reasons they killed Kennedy. I mean, he he was he didn't believe in it anymore. And he no, was, Charles, you silly. Lee Harvey Oswald killed Kennedy. Acting alone, acting alone, yeah, because he was a crazed lunatic. You silly goose. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Sal Traficante had him killed. <laughs> Who's Sal Traficante? Bunch of goombas sitting around in a fucking yeah. room going to kill John F. Kennedy. Uh, there was imagine, a- imagine that. Imagine Paulie Walnuts and, and then being in charge. <laughs> we got to get like this that. guy. <laughs> this <laughs> guy's giving me the answer. <laughs> Tony said, this fucking Kennedy. I swear to God, this fucking Kennedy. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> fucking Mick Bastard. <laughs> this fucking Mick Bastard. We, we invite him into our homes. We fed him a gabagool. And this motherfucker. I like the fact that Chris's idea of hell was being stuck in an Irish pub with the Irish for the rest of his fucking eternity. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, we're wonderful people. <laughs> this motherfucker. We gave him everything we had. This motherfucker. I've been working Italian, on Tony. Yeah, it's actually really good. <laughs> um, you got to do this. Italians actually did like John F. Kennedy, which is odd because, again, the enmity between those two groups of people is quite severe. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't even know what was going with that. We were on Chadwick Bozeman, And then it just uh, went off into. That's why we do what we do. We're good at this. <laughs> Stay on topic. Philosophical meandering. Yeah. Uh, no, Chadwick Bozeman will be missed, and it is a sheer true tragedy. And I, I found out at work, uh, it was yesterday. No, the day before. And um, just 43. He's my age. That's another yeah. thing that drives us home is that 
I don't, we don't have a lot of time, man. And we, sometimes we have less than we th- think we do. I'm lucky to be in great health. And I believe that I got the, my mother's side, their longevity. I really think I did because my brothers are, I love my brothers, but their health is not great. They, you're silly. They look great. I know it's not. I haven't seen. It's not looks. I mean, they haven't seen Bradley. They both look fine. They both look good. I think the last time I saw Bradley was at my wedding. That's a while ago. Fifteen years. Yeah. Um, No, they both look fine. I'm not saying they look bad. I'm saying that they are battling some chronic things that are due to the family. Both pre-diabetic, all that stuff. The the sheer amount of sugar I consume, and I'm not diabetic, (laughs) is unfair. Staggering. That is unfair. (laughs) It's ridiculous. You've seen. I've seen you go off. Yeah. We go. We it's get not a, fun. What we got? Uh, last time we had a uh, a fat night. We got a pizza, two pizzas maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, some sticks, breadsticks. And we got the fucking brownie, and the big brownie. Holy shit! Good dude. lord, that was so fucking good. It is very good. <laughs> it is very good. Yeah. Um, and still somehow you're not diabetic. I was. I I had to have been close to being diabetic. Um, whenever I was bigger. Well, I, but mom and them and Harry have basically they're just like you have always worked out, you have always been at least somewhat conscious of your health, even at the depths of my alcoholism. I was still working out. It's going in all hungover. Yeah, I'd, I've done that. And before. I would leave the gym, and I was getting in the car, I'd light a cigarette. Hell yeah, dude! God, I miss it. It's the worst. <laughs> I was just like, that was a great workout. Now let's go get loaded <laughs> After I eat my McDonald's For the third time today You know it's, <laughs> Dude it was bad Well fuck Once I Once I weighed in The other day I think I weighed in on Friday And uh, I was like fuck And I went and got Two double cheeseburgers And some fries Oh yeah I was like fuck yeah dude Just I didn't know that a Dairy Queen You know the, the little fries They give you I didn't know you can order A large fry and there's a lot of fucking fries. I was so excited. Wow. Yeah, like a box I'm not of fucking fries. I'm a big fan of Queen's fries. Oh, I love them. Hmm. Some ketchup on there. Um, and then yesterday, two hot dogs from oh, uh, Burger Card. I've been craving hot dogs. Yeah. How are the hot dogs? They're good. Yeah, great hot dogs. Tudor used to have the best hot dogs. What if they're any good I think now? they suffered. Hmm. They suffered since me and, and Rob and Addison aren't there anymore. And Probably. That's a, and that's a fact. I haven't. Uh, I've somehow managed to steer clear of tutors on it because I, I'm not. I don't wake up hungover anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating two rockets damn near every day. It's pretty good. One, in, but it's one in the morning with my protein shake, and then one in the evening. That's three thousand calories right there. If I know I'm not going to be able to eat a lot, I eat those two things, and then I might throw in a couple cans of tuna to get my complete protein requirement, and that's all taken care of. Now the rocket is the steak, the uh, country fried steak biscuit. Yes. No, it's just a square steak. It's not country fried steak. Okay. There's some egg and potato and cheese on that something. You know bitch. what I might have them do? I think I'm going to get two rockets and have them put pork chops on there. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ooh, how about this? Two rockets and a couple sides of gravy to dump on top of them some bitches. Hell, yeah. Have you ever just gotten a thing of gravy and eaten it with a spoon? I'm not going to say that I haven't. I have. <laughs> Recently. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm not even having any pretense of dumping. What kind of soup anything. is that? Oh, it's gravy. <laughs> it's fat and sodium soup. <laughs> it's gravy, baby. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> Their gravy is good. Their gravy is, as far as restaurants go, it's not mom's gravy. But no, other people might think my mom's gravy sucks. Carrie's. Uh, 
I'd highly doubt it. Carrie's mom uh, used to make bacon gravy. Fuck yeah. Holy shit. Get me heartburn every time, but I loved it. So worth it. My uh, ex-wife's parents, no matter what they made, um, it was always really good. They, those fuckers could cook. Um, but I always would get like diarrhea within minutes oh, sure. of eating. Because it was so loaded with everything bad for you. It was really good. I'm surprised these people are still alive. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm not sure they are, to be quite honest. I think they are. I would have heard, I'd imagine. Yeah. But every every time I went there, dude, it was fucking, if we were doing ribs, giant thing of baked beans, giant thing Man. of mac and cheese, rolls, <sighs> and I would eat I'm every so fucking bit fucking of it. hungry. I've been trying to delay eating a little bit, not necessarily... Uh, Intermittent fasting But kind of And I'll just sit there And fucking smash Like I, I bought I'm excited today Because I have I bought breakfast pizza Fuck yeah Which is Sausage mm-hmm. Cheese Yep uh, Eggs And gravy on a biscuit crust Jesus Christ That's my lunch today That sounds tremendous I'm going to eat the entire pizza Of course you are Why wouldn't you <laughs> Is it a big, like a big frozen pizza? It, yeah, or? yeah. I mean, I got it. It's it's about it's a it'd be a medium at a restaurant. Um, loaded with protein. It's not that bad for you, you know. Who am I kidding? Yes, it is. But I, I, at this point, like I said, I really don't give a shit. Um, it, it's size and strength time, and round about March is when I start to uh, start to cut the calories and cut down. I just I realized the other day that I'm only. I'm only now 15, no, 25 pounds from uh, the goal. The goal's 225. Yeah. And I'll reassess from there. But, like, I I didn't think I was going to be able to do it a couple months ago because I was, like, 265. Yeah. But now I'm like, I can definitely do it because it's just, everything's easier. What is it? 241, so it's 16 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah, you can. I believe in myself. You're like Peggy Hill. <laughs> it's what the funny thing is now. I'm I'm uh I've trained myself to do the things that I want to do. Like I got up every day four four days out of the week and worked out before I went to work. And um, I don't really eat anything before noon except for Friday. Somebody brought in Jolly Pirate donuts. Oh shit! And who's not going to have a Jolly Pirate? I actually, donut? have never had a Jolly Pirate donut. It's a. L- Huntington based uh, Just one it's a bakery. I think there's one store That they make donuts Oh shit it's Jelly Pirate Donuts mm. They used to be The few times I've Spent any time in Huntington They were open late So you could go in When you're hammered And get donuts It's fucking great Those businesses are the best Oh yeah Let's capitalize on Kids alcoholism Absolutely yeah. Morgantown was filled with them DP dough Which is uh, Whatever you want on a, In a calzone Shit. And they would deliver. They were all $5. And they'd deliver everywhere around Morgantown. You'd order 10 of them because there'd be five people at your house. And everybody's going to eat two because you're fucking sloshed. Right. Um, Eaton Park, which was way out on the Evansdale campus. Like, all 24-hour buffet, breakfast buffet and all that shit. But the sheer amount of drunk driving everybody did to get there oh, shit, is yeah. insane. Now I guess they got Uber up there. They had cabs. It was like a fifteen dollar ride from, right. from downtown. You spent all your money on booze. Yeah. Anyway, Chadwick Booze. <laughs> Rest in power, King. He's great, man. King T'Challa. 
T'chaka. What are they going to do? T'chaka. T'challa. T'chaka's his dad. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. What, are the, what do you think they'll do now? Not that we should be discussing that, but that we should be discussing it. Um, they'll, they'll have a funeral in the, in the next Black Panther movie or... I don't know what they're going to do, man. Uh, they might recast. Um, it's it's really hard to tell. They could recast, I guess. Bring back Warmonger. Borrow the Flash and have him come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. Um, Shit. I don't... As much as I like the movie... And as much as I like Michael B. Jordan, for some reason, man, his demeanor in that movie I didn't care for. It was just not. I don't know. It's supposed to be like a cocky. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It asshole. Just, it didn't appear appeal to me. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I take that back. It, it wasn't. I see what they were trying to do. It just didn't feel. Is was. It's not your. It didn't have enough gravitas is what I'm trying to say. Like, I felt like at points he was cartoonishly evil when he was just trying to be, you know, you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. I it mean, almost made it hard to sympathize with exactly, at some points. Exactly. And he should have been sympathized with. Like, he was actually doing, he was doing bad guy shit, but he was doing it for a good reason. He was like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan <laughs> sure. always did bad yeah. guy stuff. <laughs> Poking the eye. Rake in the back. <laughs> Rake the back, poke the eye, t- rip his shirt off, and then choke you with it. Yeah. These are all heel tactics. Yeah. That's why Bobby Heenan was so against him for so long. Because he was he he claim he was like he was like Bill Cosby. He claimed one thing, but did other things. Sure. Bill Cosby's the moral more uh, superior. He has this moral superiority over raped. everybody. But what we didn't know is he might be the most successful serial rapist of it's all hard time. I believe that Bill Cosby is sitting in prison. Isn't it? I mean it's just he looks like my grandma now. Does he? That milky eye. Oh, shit. Yeah. My grandma didn't have that. I wonder if he's in general pop. How much fun do you think all the guys in prison have hanging out with Bill Cosby, though? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. he doesn't get raped or any of that stuff. Who wants to fuck 80-year-old Bill Cosby? I don't know. There's somebody out there that would. Somebody would fuck him, I guess. Camille! <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, uh, well, favorite things. Well, let me let me bring that in. Raindrops on roses there it is. and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages. Favorite things. What you got? <laughs> of course, Salem's Lot. Um, it's a very early book in King's career. Uh, but it also uh, it is Dark Tower connected. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Um, I was going through a little bit of depression, and I, what I always do with that, and I go back and reread things that give me comfort. So I was going to go back, and Stephen King, for some reason, as as horrid as some of the things that happened in his books are, it gives me great comfort. I don't understand it. I get it. That's why women are big into true crime stuff. Yeah. Because they're usually uh, all these unsolved cases are usually women, mm-hmm. and uh, for some reason, 
It's, I've, I know yeah. what I actually figured out what it is because I read something about it. It's you're thinking I'm, my life is bad, but then you're like it's not as bad as this, you know. Yeah, so, and that's an awful thing. That's but why it's I just, like depressing yeah. music makes me happy. Yeah. Um, I started reading it. Uh, I was going to start reading bits and pieces of the Dark Tower, and I'll probably do that again. One of some of my favorite parts of the Dark Tower when Roland interacts with uh, people from our. With the villains from our world, mm-hmm. because he's he is utterly unflappable. You cannot you cannot scare him no matter what you do. But he's still human. You know what I mean? Like a, one of my favorite scenes is Eddie Dean is going to meet with the, these mob, these goomba fucking mafia guys, Jack Angelini and all these, and he's got these fucking like mu- the muscle with him, and they're really awful people, and you know they're all. I like the way King describes. Him. He's like they're all mass murderers. They just they have no morals. They have no compunction. That's the thing about the guys on, on, uh, and I hope sometimes they drive that home on the Sopranos. These are not good human beings. These yeah. are bad human beings. So, I mean, evil in a lot of ways, human beings. Yeah. So they get Henry, Eddie Dean's brother, and they cut his head off and they throw it in the room. And Eddie is naked. They're going to torture Eddie. And, and Roland can, is in his, is in his brain. Like it's, He's on this other world. He's like, you, you're going to have to bring me through. You know, Roland is uh, the gunslinger. Yeah. So he does. And even though the gunslinger is injured, he's had a couple of his fingers bitten off. He's feverish, all this stuff. He's still the fucking gunslinger. And when he comes walking through that fucking gate, these guys who murder people for a living are terrified. You know, they, they describe him as those bombardier blue eyes and fucking rag and he takes his gun and start ha- hammering the fucking just fanning the hammer bang bang bang, bang. you know what about nobody shoots like that anymore i don't know i mean it's an awesome thing and then Not a lot of revolvers around uh well no and the and the gunslinger the 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 gunslinger's guns are huge like they're and they sound like fucking cannons i mean they're absolute gigantic guns and he just starts fucking mowing people down and then uh, what i like about him though is he's still human like he he has to dump his you know, he kicks it open, has to dump his cartridges, he's popping them back in real quick. That's, I love that scene because the, these guys who are awful people finally, one of the best quotes is, they saw their death come walking through that gate. And they were just like, they didn't know what to do. Like, they're like, they had automatic weapons, and Roland has such contempt for him. He's like, you have, these. like, these are toys. These aren't weapons, you know. And I love the way Roland reacts to things in our world. Like, there's something called the uh, the Shooter's Bible. It's like got all the all the fucking guns and all the ammo and stuff. And he's looking, and he's like, that's a noble name for a book, you know, because they love guns where he's from, you know, but the guns are revered in his culture. Um, They're like a samurai sword. Very much so. Like, apparently all of the gunslingers guns that got passed down are forged from one sword, which is impossible because there's lots of gunslingers, but it's just the tale they tell. Um, Arthur Eld, who is King Arthur, basically, it was the one time king of Gilead. And all the gunslingers are knights errant. You know, they they you know, you have to fight your own teacher and beat him in a fight to become a gunslinger. And there's lots of great fighters that didn't do that that got sent west. And they actually Roland and uh, Cuthbert and Elaine, two of his friends, encounter a few of these guys called the big coffin hunters. And they're good they're good gunsmen gunmen too. But they ain't fucking gunslingers. And it's just I love those books because Rowan is a truly flawed character. Like he, he's 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 a bad person in a lot of ways because his the Dark Tower is his all-consuming thing, and he'll sacrifice anybody to to get there. Um, 
and he he won't admit to that. But then Eddie throws that at me. He's just like you. He's like you would sacrifice me, Susanna, Jake. Jake's a little kid. All of us. You'd throw us all off a bridge to get to the fucking dark tower. And Roland can't actually one of the time few times Roland can't look him in the eye. You know, it's just like I don't know, man. It's it's so so good. But what I like about it is this King's tone. His the tone of his books. I, I finished the Tommy Knockers. It was a great book. Which is about a man alien ship, named Tommy <laughs> with knockers with big knockers. <laughs> um, it was a it was it was a good book. Um, wasn't King's best. Um, his description of aliens and stuff was cool. Um, I liked the fact that he made the aliens like they were jerks. Like they weren't, you know, they weren't doing this to be altruistic or that shit. They were doing this to conquer and all those things. It was cool. Um, very good book. Um, I, I love the fact that the Stephen King extended universe started so early. Uh, the kid, Jack Sawyer from the talisman is in the Tommy knockers. Hmm. Like, because, um, Gardner, this guy who, uh, I can't remember his first name. He is the main character, Bobby's friend, and he's he's a horrible alcoholic. And he wakes up on a beach in New Hampshire in Arcadia, Arcadia Beach. And that's the beach Jack Sawyer starts his journey from to get his mother. His mother has cancer and he has to go this thing to get to get the talisman to bring him back to to bring her back to life, basically. And it's and he actually is at the Alhambra Hotel. And that's where. Gardner wakes up. He's just like, he's like, where am I? And the kid's like, you're you're uh, in Arcadia Beach, and it's Jack Sawyer. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. When those things happen in his books, I love them. There's one part of eleven twenty two sixty three where the guy uh, I can't remember the main character's name. I have to read that one again because I love that fucking book. Um, I might actually watch it again. He he goes through Derry, Maine, where it takes place, and he sees Beverly Marsh, and uh. Uh, Eddie Spaghetti. I think so. Um, the, no, the the main character, the the one who um, I know you're talking about. I just don't know anybody's names. Yeah, it's. I, I can tell I haven't eaten because my brain is not firing properly. Um, McAvoy, the one McAvoy plays. Yeah, with the stutter. Yes. Um, George, is it George? George, yeah. Yeah. He, he, they have a little record player, like a wind up record player, and they're dancing. And this is after they defeated it for the first time because it's in the 60s. So, uh, you know, he talks to them and they, he said, he said, they're such delightful kids, but they've seen something awful. He could tell he's like, they're, He's like there's a shadow over him, is how, how he described them, is that they were. It's not George. George is the kid that died. Right. Brother. Bill. Bill. It's Bill, Stuttering Bill Denbro. Um, it was. It, I just love when Stephen King does that stuff, and like, and the priest in Salem's Lot, and even the vampires are extensions of the Dark Tower. The priest goes on this thing where he uh, becomes an alcoholic again, and you know, it, it's a great. He's a he's a main character in uh, the Dark Tower, so I love that. The Stand, uh, the main ca- villain in the Stand is. The Man in Black from The Dark Tower. I love that shit. So um, that's a that's a favorite thing. Stephen King books in general, and specifically now Salem's Lot, because I'd never read it before, and I'm about 100 pages in, and I love it. 
So I'll finish that. And what's uh, the what's the plot of Salem's Lot? There is a town called Jerusalem's Lot, but they call it Salem's Lot, and it just blew away one time. They described it as dried up and blew away, and there was nobody living there anymore. It's like an abandoned, abandoned town. And this is after the fact. All this stuff happened. It was a perfectly fine little main town. People, you know, like thirteen hundred residents or something like that. Uh, basically, the size of Montgomery, I would think. Um, maybe there's vampires in Montgomery now, because uh, <laughs> that's basically what happened to that place. Uh, it's vampires. Uh, the vampires in Stephen King's uh, stories are not. I like them because they're not appealing. They're not sexy. They're none of that shit. They're disgusting monsters, and they are. They don't get really powerful until they get old. Like they have to age for a certain time, and um, they're diseased. They carry disease because they're you know the nature of their of their feeding and all that stuff. Um, they can become truly powerful, but they have to be, like I said, extremely old to be powerful. They don't get powers right off the bat. You can kill them pretty easily right off the bat. Um, I love the fact that uh, Jake Chambers and and the pre- and Callahan have to go into this place called the Dixie Pig, which is in New York, and it's one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever read in a book. It has all these vampires and tahines that are in tahine or people with animal heads. It's a really strange thing. It's a very king thing to do. Um, and they're eating at a, at a at a banquet table and spit spitted on the table is a human baby. They're eating a human baby hmm. that's been roasted. That is so stomach turning. I, I can't. But then uh, Callahan and Jake Chambers come in and they just start fucking wrecking shop. They both got guns and Jake's got these plates with a shortened edge called Ariza plates. He starts th- spinning them and cutting people's heads off. And um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, dude, it's a great scene. The there's a, a talisman called a Sculpata and fucking uh, Callahan is holding it with his cross and he and. They're outnumbered, so Jake has to run. He's like, Jake, get out of here. I'm going to hold him off. And he just holds both those things up in the air, and they have this white life, white light coming off of him, and he basically destroys all the vampires, but they pull him down eventually and kill him. Hmm. And um, there are some scenes, man, in The Dark Tower that had they made that movie properly and correctly would have been the greatest, some of the greatest things you ever saw on scene, uh, on, on the screen. Um, when the gunslinger... Uh, kills the entire town of Toll because they're all demon possessed, and like that's what I'm talking about. A scene where J- where Roland, like I said, is still human; he can still be hurt. So a town is coming at him, but he's still the gunslinger. So he like fans and kills, it, and he does hardly ever misses because he's just that good. But he does miss, and he's getting hit with bricks and knocked through windows and all kinds of shit. And he's like, you know. Somebody sticks him in the leg with a knife, and he shoots them in the face. And then he turns around; he's got to dump his cartridges and pop him back in. And he's still human; he's not superhuman. So all these things are a person being able to do all this shit. But people trained to do things are amazing, you know. And the gunslinger are the most highly trained, some of the most highly trained people ever. So yeah, they're all coming at him, and he's killing them. And that scene is not so much inspiring as is exciting. The inspiring shit is when they're fighting awful things and they win. But that doesn't always happen either. I mean, the Dark Towers. I've heard at least one pe- person complain, but she loves to complain about everything. Hey, um, uh, talk about how much they disliked the Dark Tower because of the ending, and I'm like, 
It was seven books, and it was amazing. They were great books. I mean, so you didn't like the ending. Yeah, He actually went back and wrote an ending to shut those people up. He's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Since you're a bunch of whining fucking crybabies, I'm going to go back and write another chapter, and he did. So he's like, you can choose which chapter you want, but I, the, keep in mind that the original chapter I wrote was really how I, I wanted the story to go. So, you know, it does not end well, really. I mean, it does and it doesn't. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, it, it just Stephen King's his universe that he's created over this period of time is so amazing, and I'm really in awe of his creativity. Um, that was a good thing. Um, I started playing Moons of Madness, which is this game on the PS4. It's a great game. It's disturbing as all hell. Um, it's a first-person horror, survival horror game, basically. Uh, you play this guy who's he's on the uh, he's on Mars, and then the two moons, Phobos and Deimos, are like turns out there's a portal in between them and all kinds of stuff. Basically, it's it's essentially the same story as Doom, only it's not. Only you're not some all-powerful Doom guy who could kill everything, yeah. you know. Which is which is fun. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if you've ever played Doom. Uh, way back in the day, you haven't played the new ones. No. Holy shit, they're fun. I mean, they are a lot of fun. They are nerve-wracking as all hell, though. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a good game. I like the story. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm more the games I've been wanting to play recently is like I thought about going through and playing The Last of Us Part Two again, just because I love it so much. But I put I play these games. The one game I've talked about, everybody's gone to the Rapture, which was just a beautiful game. And, I, and I'm really starting to like those. These games that are you don't have to kill a bunch of shit. You don't have to do superhuman things. You can just learn a story and interact with it, and it can be a beautiful flower. One of those games, flower is one of the greatest games I've ever played. You just play a petal, and you're carrying flowers or flower petals around. I mean, it's fun and it's soothing, and it's peaceful, and it leaves a real nice feeling on you. As opposed to, I do believe. That if you surround yourself with dark enough things, the darkness will seep into you a little bit, and it makes you depressed. I've noticed when I do when I play things like Doom and stuff like that, I get more depressed. So um, hmm. that's you. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, just the gym has been going uh, really well, getting really strong, really fast, and I feel pretty good about that. Um, and that's pretty much it. Right on. Well, there's oh, one a song oh, yeah. that uh, the last gang, who's a great you know, punk band, that chick punk band. I found another one. What's the name of them again? The last gang. the hell my phone has been doing that just because this slipped out uh, I like it I, I really like this group Not one of their heavier songs. That's just a good song. Um, so that's pretty much all my favorite things this week. Oh, and the jerk shirt. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. 
Um, I love when people count in songs. I do too. It's one of my favorite things. As well as Springsteen songs. Especially when it's like away from the mic a little bit. Two, three, four. <laughs> um, my favorite things, uh, Stranger Things, of course. Yep. Finished it again. It's weird how they're able to make all the people look like they're actually in the 80s. Yes. You know what I mean? But other things you watch that are set in different times, they just look like people from now dressed up like... Like the hair's not quite right, the clothes aren't quite. Yeah, right. I know they they uh, they go to great pains to do that. And I, yeah, I, I think that's one of the reasons it's so successful. Yeah, because everybody looks like Dustin looks like a kid from 1985. Yeah, and, I mean the the fact, but also the the just the the, the houses look like 80s houses. They do. I mean, it's it's weird, you know. Um, Even the outside. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the hard. 80s thing. houses have a real. Singular aesthetic You know what I mean It's like You can tell it's an 80's house Yeah um, They're not necessarily nice I mean they're not bad But they're not like It's more of a box For you to Live in As opposed to Look at my house You know what I mean Yeah so, <laughs> um, Yeah um, Just the story Everything about it was So much fun Ridiculous The big monster The mind flayer Yes It's just in Terrifying. Yeah, it is. It's a really scary fucking show. It is. As far as, like, I still don't really know why it's happening. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, open the gate. I don't, I don't care. You do know? you think that they're going to um, do it for too long? I think, I think they could do two more. I think they're going to set the next one in 1990. That'd be fine. Like, the kids are, will be considerably more grown up. Um, the one you mean the one after the upcoming one that's mostly been shot? Oh, I didn't know they'd already mostly shot one. I'm pretty sure they've mostly shot season four. Uh, the the one uh, the the one girl who plays um, Nancy has been sounding off that she thinks the kids are over sexualized. I don't th- uh, on that show. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. I hope she's not a. I hope she's not a Lena Dunham. Because I really like her I think she is the cutest She is absolutely The opposite Of what I like In a, in a woman But yeah. I but I think she's Absolutely gorgeous For some reason uh, hmm. I I I Just finished it again I didn't really think They were um, Over sexual But it also That's what Teenage kids are You know Yes They're going nuts Stranger Things Oh Jesus Christ Stranger Things Season 4 Release dates was, uh, There were some Seriously big questions Left hanging Flying Season 3's Explosive 77 minute finale The Battle of Starcourt Which I'm wearing The t-shirt right now Never forget July 4th 85 <laughs> But despair not friends Netflix sci-fi horror Will be back for season 4 Even if it's eagerly Awaited return date Is a bit upside down Right now Which means all All of those loose ends You've been losing sleep over Will eventually be ironed out Or so we hope That they don't the, have a current release date. The end scene with Hopper when they're reading his, uh, yeah, is it smashes me. I can't. I, I mean, I, I cry every time I see it. I mean, it's really, it's really deep. So much so that as much as I loved him, I'm, I, I would have been fine with him not coming back. I would have been fine with him being dead. You know what I mean? Like that was quite the heroic thing he did, and you know he was a hero. He's a he was a chubby, 
<laughs> he was a chubby Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, I'm guessing what happened is he got sucked into the upside down and came out the other side in Russia. Yes. Or they went in and got him. I'm sure that's how the first season. I'm sure next- he, I'm sure that Popper found his way out of a portal. Like he, he wasn't just going to go in there and die. I mean, he's, he's a fighter. He would have, you know, the next season will open up with him fighting a Demogorgon with a stick. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. He had probably had a gun on him. Why wouldn't he have used it on the Terminator? I don't know if he was... Because that was a person, maybe? He is a person. He threw him into the the reactor thing. Yeah. Whatever, the gate opener. The key? Is that what they call yeah. it? The key? But uh, I also wonder, like, that minute scene where he's just staring at Joyce while she's trying to turn the keys. Like, why not mosey on up them steps there? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. So far, maybe it's a really long way. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, when he when he started asking questions like that and mean them and and really p- picking things apart, yeah, you're destroying something that you love. Yeah. So the easiest way, the quickest way is to take away the the uh, to take away the wonder of something is to ask why that thing is. It was probably a Stranger Things is perfect. It is absolutely perfect. There is nothing about it that is flawed. Nothing. I mean, it's one of the few things. The first fucking scene of the third season was them going to fucking seeing Day of the Dead. I was just like, uh, that's fucking awesome. But like, not just going to see it, sneaking in. Sneaking into it. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking scoops away. <laughs> Harrington in that fucking uniform. God, I like the fact that he is so. He tries to be so cool when he is, but he's just. He's a dork. Yes, he is. He's like he's an undercover dork. Like he was. Yeah, he's not a nerd. He's a dork. Right. He just got by on looks and hair. Steve the Hair Harrington. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, the, the Maya Hawk describes him that way. I love the, and I love the 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 swerve with her. That she was gay and she, you know, I like the fact that they, they include, you know, inclusion is good. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in it. I didn't have and a problem with it. Even when it's ham handed. I don't think that ham fisted like they did in fucking uh, the Avengers with yeah. the women. That was ham fisted. Oh, yeah. But I loved it. You know, at the same time, it's like took a railroad spike and drove it right into you. <laughs> well, the the whole uh, the she's got backup and all that stuff. I'm like. I, could, I even I was just like, uh, <laughs> that's sweet, but it's kind of corny, and but it works. It it, it just works for some fine. Like yeah. Um, other favorite things. Um, I watched a movie last night called Palm Springs on Hulu. It is uh, sort of a uh, Groundhog Day readaptation. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen things. About Andy this. Samberg. Yes. It's fuck. It's very funny. Yeah. Very funny, and the story's story's fine. It's essentially Groundhog Day in a different situation. Yeah, but um, I thought it was extremely funny and uh, violent. So because they they keep killing themselves because they can't. <laughs> <laughs> they wake up every every morning like fuck, You're still alive. And, and he's it's at a wedding party, and Andy Andy Samberg's been tra- been trapped there for a long time. He keeps waking up at the same place. He's like I I fucked everybody here. <laughs> All the men too. All, yeah, he's, yeah. he's like gone through and fucked everybody. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and at the point in the uh, time loop that he's in, he's just given up 
putting on airs and he's, he go, goes to the wedding in a Hawaiian shirt and yellow shorts. He's getting hammered all day because he knows it's not going to affect him. Right. Because he's not going to wake up with a hangover. Anymore. Basically like uh, Murray was doing in, yeah. you know, at, at some point. Yeah. It's a, I wouldn't call it a ripoff. I think it's like a tribute or whatever. Sure. But uh, I thought it was real funny. Um, has uh, what's the guy's name? He played like the the drum teacher in. Uh, he's, he's goddamn the news reporter that wants pictures of Spider Man. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. He he he's You're fired, in, uh, Parker. He's also stuck in the time loop. Oh God, this poor bastard. Can you imagine being stuck in the time loop with that guy? <laughs> I love him, but it'd just be like, man, you and that fucking. Glum face all the fuck It's You know You got You got to measure this shit Like You know You want to bang Broad A But that's You're gonna have to look at her For eternity So Make it a good one You know <laughs> Trying to think Any other Favorite things oh, Losing six pounds That's awesome Um Bill and Ted's In theaters I Haven't got to see it yet But that's pretty exciting The theaters are opening back up Tennis coming out next week I guess they've been open for a month or so, but they're actually putting new movies out now. Yes. So that's cool. I actually kind of want to see that Russell Crowe movie, Unhinged. I'm not aware of it. It's it's falling down from what I can understand. Oh, okay. It's uh, He just gets sick of everything and just goes off. I don't know. It seems like a fun ride for an hour and a half, you know? Falling Down was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, Michael Douglas but That's You know We've got that shit Going on now man We've got Like the kid Shooting and killing Those other people And Do you see this? Yeah I've heard about it He He had shot somebody And then they were trying to Like Citizens arrest him basically And then he started Just killing people And the cops Welcomed him And gave him water And I don't know if that's the story. I don't that's know. what I've heard. Um, the, they, I don't think they knew what was going on, and they ran to the people that were shot. And but he was also he. Pretty sure it was. There's it's, there's a fucking gray area. I don't want to defend this fucking kid. He shouldn't have, shouldn't have been there. All right, but um. There's video showing it was self defense. People were coming at him with. Uh, Skateboards. One guy had a gun, yeah. and he shot him before he could shoot him. But still, it's—I uh, don't know. Like, I want to say well, he shouldn't have been there, but, but like, then, do but, I say that to a, a woman that had been attacked? You know, right? What, but then you know, it's like also you have the kid who the Native American was playing the drum and all that stuff. Now he's become a, a right wing. Well, thing. I'm not saying, dude, and I'm not saying that he wasn't justified in. I, I went publicly and said, you know, all the facts of it weren't thrown out, and I understand it. And that is bullshit. They went after this kid like that. It is bullshit. But now he is embracing it, and now he's basically, you know what I mean? He's become a, a, a right wing. He's, he's part of the McConnell campaign. He spoke at the fucking RNC, all kinds of shit. Fuck them, dude. Fuck them. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with exploiting him, but he's, he's exploiting himself. He's turned, into, he's turned into that. He doesn't have to do anything, though. Like... Oh, he's paid for the rest of his life. Yeah, he's got it. He's got like what a thirty million dollar settlement or some shit. It's a lot, dude. Yeah. Like, and if I did, whenever that came out, I watched. It, uh, I thumbed through the video. I didn't watch the entire two hours of people filming. Mm-hmm. They got it wrong. The news got it wrong. They just took that one. 
yeah clip and just fucking so sure they did once i saw the rest i was like yeah that's not you know that's not that was not reported accurately yeah but i mean he's probably a cunt (laughs) seems like it (laughs) he was an an anti-abortion thing he goes to a rich catholic school yeah he's a cunt really broad brush you're painting with there i don't give a fuck (laughs) you got a five foot long roller just (laughs) um I thought it was weird. I uh, was flipping through channels and uh, like the RNC came on. Like, who are all these people? Like, what do you mean? The, uh, I guess it's Don Jr.'s girlfriend gave a speech and it was really villainous. Did you, did you see that? <laughs> it was really, villainous. it was lunacy. <laughs> Donald Trump is that. I mean, it was just, it was like that. I'm just like, they're on the White House lawn. A, that's a violation of the Hatch Act. Major, I don't know anything. Major violation of the Hatch Act. You're not allowed to use government buildings for election purposes. You're not allowed, which is a great fucking rule. He emblazoned with lights Trump on the White House. All that shit they said he was going to do, where he was going to turn into a casino and shit, he's doing that. I would love. I know it's. Com- I know it's. Com- I know it's comical. I do, but it's also disgusting and stomach turning. My family has now self destructed over it. Like, um, I don't want to go into too much detail because it's a show. You know, don't want to put my family's business out there. But it's really damaged us. Like we, people not talking to other people. Um, like extended family, aunts and uncles, or well, I, again, cousins. Again, I don't want to. Put to your mom's a big Trump supporter now. <laughs> no, mom is. I, I think. I think some days my mom gets depressed because of all the stuff she sees. Like me, you know, I'm happiest when I turn the news off and I just read my books and work out. I'm happiest when I do that. I don't. But I. It's a sickness. When I'm when I'm working out, I put on the news so I can be mad. <laughs> I mean, it's that rageaholic where you just. I love to hate Trump because I, I just I. And I and I have all these imaginary scenarios going on in my head where I get an argument with Trump supporters and tell them to go fuck themselves. You know what I mean? What good is that going to do? Somebody, I, mean, I forget who it was, but somebody put out a tweet and said, uh, "I don't know about you guys, but I could really uh, go for some precedented times right now <laughs> instead of all these unprecedented times." Yeah, I, I really I agree with that. I, I I want us to go back to boring. Going back to boring old bullshit would be. Remember when totally no, fine nobody me. paid attention to politics? Yes, absolutely. Every four years, like, oh, there's an election, huh? Ain't yeah, it was like a, it was like an afterthought. Well, that's a lot of it is because the news has sensationalized everything. Twenty-four yeah. hour news cycle. Yeah, every absolutely, we got you got these guys over here. Evil devil Trump. These guys over here. Praise him. Wash his feet. Wipe his butt for him. Yeah. All this like, and it's twenty-four hours, seven days a week. And nobody's actually reporting anything. Everybody's giving opinions. And it's entertainment now. Well, if you love to hate, like I, I secretly love it when they'd get Paris and R or something on there and just eviscerate him. And he'd do his prissy little, don't you talk to me. Like That's the kind of guy. See, I, I think they know their audience because they know in the back of my head, I'm like, if I saw that fucking guy in public and I got an argument with him, I would love to just bitch him out in front of everybody. <laughs> You're like, how about we step outside and just beat the dog shit out of you? You know, to see what they'd say. What is he going to say? He's a prissy little man. There's nothing he can do. Um, Parisnar will fuck you up. Shit. <laughs> Parisnar would lay them hands on you and you would go to sleep. Parisnar probably punches like this. 
He's that kind of person. Um, he's got a technique. <laughs> it's an effective technique. Yeah. I've seen him fight. The overhand prissy right. Um, no, and then you get Steve Cortez on there, who's just this, you know, the uglier brother of Dan Cortez. <laughs> Is he really related? No. To That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would. Um, and, like... Where does Eric Neese fit into this? <laughs> Eric Neese. God, I hated him. grind. He was such a dope. What's downtown Julie Brown up to? Wubba, wubba, wubba. Um, Has anybody asked Tabitha Soren? She's probably, like, on her, of, of her opinions. She's probably gone up in the industry somewhere. She's probably a producer or some shit now. Probably. Um, Lisa Ling, she's a reporter for NBC, I think. or Somebody. And then Anderson Cooper started on Channel One. Um, yeah, I remember Lisa Ling, Anderson Cooper. Um, I'm trying to remember who else was on there. There's She's Lisa. a photographer now. Kennedy, the one I'm disappointed in is Kennedy. I always thought Kennedy was hot on uh, MTV. Mm-hmm. She is now a right wing pundit. She's on Fox News, and I do not like her anymore. Can you call people right wing if they're libertarian? Like she doesn't. Believe I don't. I don't exists. know, but I don't think she's libertarian. She's she's ex- she's adjacent at least. She's espoused like bullshit that fox news espouses you know um essie cup is right wing she's awesome i love essie cup she's hot yeah she is she can catch this d anytime uh i don't know man i just uh i'm really gonna have to buckle down and just turn off the news and shit again i, I download the fucking app again to youtube and just need to get rid of it and when i'm focused and knowing what i should do I'm, I'm much happier it's almost like i'm Time slows down and I just feel better, you know, and it's just, I can't deal with it. Um, because I get angry at family members and I get sad because I'm just like, we've lost them. You know, they're, this ideological divide is really, and we're not the only family. Like, there are families that, my, my Aunt Betsy is of the opinion that a second civil war could start. Um, that might be a little bit hyperbolous, but I don't think it's that hyperbolous. I mean, people are at each other's throats so much now, and there's violence in the streets, and it is separating separating along those lines. So it's not crazy. It's not completely outside the realm of possibility. So, um, combined with the fact that I could, I could see myself wanting to get in a fist fight with somebody like that, you know what I mean? And that's ridiculous. I mean, that's dumb. But you, you get so mad just hearing their bullshit and look at their fucking faces that you want to punch them. And I know people on the other side feel the same. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. This, to, to say that this guy has not thrown a monkey wrench in the whole thing is ridiculous. To say that he has an emboldened racist and all that stuff is ridiculous. He fucking has. And if people argue against that, you're a fool. You are a fool to argue against that. Um, it's, it's right in front of your fucking eyes. You're probably right. See, what I do is I don't pay, really pay attention to anything. I just catch slivers here and there. Yeah, and yeah, that should be, that's the way that when I'm, ha- like I was saying, when, that's, when I'm happiest, when that's the way I am too. I mean, it's noticeable in me. I have a peace when I'm not involved with the shit. You know what I mean? I just feel good. And I just shrug my shoulders. People are like, what? But then I'm just like, well, am I just hiding my head in the sand so I don't have to deal with shit? You know? I don't know. Well, the thing is, the information we're all getting is sensationalized 
to the either the best degree if you if you pay attention to one news source or the worst degree if you pay attention to right. the other and it also depends on what happened like no matter what Trump does if he pulled all the troops out of Iraq and Afghanistan right now that would be a good thing objectively sure, sure. But the CNNs and the MSNBCs, what about the people of Afghanistan that we're leaving holding the bag? That's none of our business, man. We tried. I understand. But one thing he did do that I didn't like, and he just did it. And, the, and there, you know, I, I think that the reasons for things are important sometimes. Abandoning the Kurds and then telling them basically go fuck themselves is what he did. They were allies. They had our backs. You don't you don't abandon a buddy who's getting in a bar fight and just just allow him to get punched. You don't do that. And that's something that Trump would do because he's a cunt and he's a coward. I don't know. I mean, when was that? It's been a while ago. Maybe last year. I just, I, I, um, I can't give a fuck about them. I don't know who they are. They're, they're not here. You know what I mean? Like, we shouldn't be sending people to fight other people's wars. They're a, a group of people that have been, you know, Almost got the Holocaust thrown at them, you know. Have, have got their own, own Holocaust thrown at them. They were allies of ours. I understand that things are complicated and all those things. I'm just saying that you don't do that. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, mean, I'm, I guess I'm not, you, for, I'm not for war either. If uh, we're going to if we're going to insert ourselves into situations, we should uh, maybe finish the job. I don't know. I don't think I don't think we should ever insert ourselves into anything that doesn't directly involve us. But then somebody would say everything directly involves us. We're the most powerful country in the world. And I was like, well, maybe we shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm of that opinion myself. Maybe we should just mind our own business. Maybe, maybe this thing where we're collapsing and getting our comeuppance is a good thing. Maybe, you know, what would be wrong with turning into just a a, a series of tiny countries that make their own decisions? You know, stability. Yeah, I guess world stability is would be much less. I mean. Um, one, for one thing, in America, because of the way we are, a lot of these places would separate along racial lines. Um, I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe we are the most racist country. Um, just, I, I don't know why I think that, but it just really feels like it. Well, it's because we're all together. In most other countries, it's it's mostly homogenous. Right. We were thrown together. And most of the time, it's pretty good. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's not, but most of the time we do okay. We always have. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't know, man. Not always. I, I I get so disgusted with the whole thing that I just. It's really disheartening <laughs> to to think where things have gone, and in such a short period of time, and who's responsible. You know, he's he's responsible. He's he's brought out the worst impulses in people, and. I don't know. I mean, he's he's an evil, disgusting man. And uh, he's the greatest president we've ever had. Even though I don't think the job should exist, I think he should have it until he dies and then pass it on. So about Bear. six months, choking down whoppers. Uh, for some reason, I don't think he's ever going to die. I know. He's one of, <laughs> he's one of those people. He's a fucking hellhounder. <sighs> he's, he's just going to be here forever. Start walking like him. Yeah. He doesn't really walk as much as he glides. You ever notice that? I I, I can't stand I can't stand his fucking face. Like, for one thing, he's the world's worst poker player. He he he's the, you can tell when he's being just disingenuous because he's 
Would you have sex with him for $100 million? No. You're the top. You're the top. $100 million. No. For $100 million, I would fuck Trump until he was pregnant. I would fuck him so long that he would evolve to where he developed ovaries. <laughs> so basically, he's like a frog from Jurassic Park. Yes. That's how long I would fuck Donald Trump for $100 million. And then... For a hundred million more dollars, I'd let him fuck me till I got pregnant. <laughs> you and this fixation. He's a sexy man. I don't know what your problem is with him. I, I don't know. I mean, a big giant penis. <laughs> you know, he doesn't. Looks like a baby's arm holding a bowling ball. You know, he doesn't. Because the head's real big. I love the fact that Stormy Daniels described it as the most disappointing. Uh, the most disappointing sex of her entire life. Like it was just, you know, and you could just tell he's just bad at it. Even, even in his height, you can tell Donald Trump was not good at sex. From what I understand, if you look at Twitter, almost all of us are bad at it. What do you mean? Uh, I follow some feminists on Twitter. I, I, my Twitter timeline is very diverse. Yeah. I go from, right-wing crazy people to left-wing crazy people everybody in the middle comedians are fighting amongst each other it's great comedians are fighting amongst each other oh they always do huh i didn't know that because you said offensive joke i was kidding you don't kid about things like that i do <laughs> you know it's that type of thing yeah. <laughs> it's okay if i can you see don't. bill burdo on that yeah. it's okay if you don't do it but i do it it's like uh, Will Smith doesn't have to cuss in his raps to sell records, but I do. So fuck him and fuck you too. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a, actually a great line. I don't yeah. like Eminem. I'm not an Eminem fan, but that's one of the greatest, greatest lines of all time. Fuck, suck my dick if you don't like it. Right. You don't have nobody's forcing you to like it. Right. That's the that's the comedian war going on. But these feminists, uh, feminist uh, people that I follow, um, a man has never made me come. That's why I switched to women. Like, cool. Some of us can make people come. Some of us can't. Some right. of us don't know if we can anymore. Right. I don't know. Let's try it out. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why I keep my Twitter timeline diverse, so I know everything. What wall is going on? Like the uh, the uh, right wing people react to things differently than the left wing people, and then there's some people I follow that are literally just trolls. I don't like this kind of people, man. I really don't. I don't. I believe that it depends on how on how they're doing. If they're doing it to make fun and make light of everything, like Milo, like I, I I despise him. I think he's, I think he's a cunt. I think that he's uh, mean spirited. I think that he gets off on being a jerk off. I just all those things are correct. Um, I don't like Alex Jones at all. I think that he's a lunatic. I, I think that if I that if my daughter had gotten killed at Sandy Hook, and he had destroyed my life on top of that, I would have shot him. Um, you know, he he doesn't deserve to live. Um, I just. And let me have the proviso there. I'm not threatening his life. I'm just saying that after doing the shit he's done to those... You're writing on a notepad. I'm going to kill <laughs> Alex Jones. After, after all the stuff he's done to those poor people, and after having lost their young children, they're babies. They were babies that got killed. You know? I mean, I'm not trying to be that guy who's like, well, you have no idea what it's like with children. Man, there is nothing more horrifying than having to face that possibility. I mean, I would rather literally spend an eternal uh, an eternity in hell than my daughter get hurt, even hurt. No, that's just killed, and they had to go through that. Go through that. Imagine going through that, and then that fucking asshole saying that they're lying 
And the, you, you see, you know, isn't that just monstrous? Yes. And then his followers start sending them death threats. I don't think he's responsible for what his followers do. I think he is. I, I, think, I think that he... I think he opens that door and allows it to be okay. It's like Trump. He opens doors. Was, he allows these people to be terrible people. Was um, Who's the 80s rock band that had to go testify? Um, Are you talking about Judas Priest? Yeah. Are they responsible for people? No, that's them? music. That's different. That's not a political point of view or anything like that. That's just music. That, Still, is, that is completely speech false speech. analogy. You're not responsible for what the people that like you do, though. Okay, even if he's not responsible for it, I'll take that out of the equation completely. Even if he's not responsible for it, what he is responsible for, he's a fucking cunt. And one of those one of those parents should have marched into that fucking booth and blown his fucking brains out. Be like, okay, you know what I mean? He's just, I, I think he's that terrible of a person. He's abusive. I mean, that's obvious. He's obviously abusive. Uh, he's, he's a worthless fucking human being. Him and Milo and all those people like that. Ben Shapiro is not so much worthless as he is just a cunt. Because he actually has a, a, a decent argument on occasion, you know. I, and I'm not talking about all these right wing people are just like that. Left wing people are like this too. Are cunts as well, you know. Like the as much as I despise Tucker Carlson, people who showed up to his house and taunting his wife and children and, and threatening these people are awful people as well. Just as awful as anybody else. I don't, you know. And the the uh, New York Times put his address up. Yes, it's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. You don't do that. I, I just believe that we have a society that's full of awful people, and they're encouraged to be awful because other people think it's funny and they think it's fun. You know, I don't. I, I, I don't believe that should happen. I don't believe that should be. And I, don't get me wrong, man. Freedom of speech. I'm not saying curtail it. I'm not. But I just. I think that maybe if a society if we valued things differently, then these people would be able to get a platform. You see what I'm saying? Well. Um, Alex Jones has been on the air since like 1993. Yeah. And he, he's done a lot of good things, but like around 2012, right, right when Sandy Hook happened, I started paying more attention to him mm -hmm. when I started getting into conspiracy stuff. I understand and, that. And, um, a lot of it, a lot of it's weird and creepy, but he, he does sensationalize things. But, uh, like his documentary about the Bohemian Grove, that was weird. Sure, I, I'm sure all these people in power have all these awful things that happen. I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying. I mean, like if I'd have told you five years ago that there's an island where rich and powerful people in government and every industry fly to fuck children, would you have believed me? Yes. Would you have really? Yes. Would Would you have believed that the the, uh, the guy is owned by the Mossad and uh, CIA? The Mossad and the CIA owned Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. I didn't know that. And he's it's sexual blackmail. You get him to do things. Ah, makes sense. Yeah. Then, yes, yeah, so explained in those terms, of course, I would have believed it. But here's what bothers me. I have been exposed some, to some truly depraved people who are regular run-of-the-mill people. Yeah. Who have no access to all these things, all these things, and they're depraved. It is easy for me to make a connection that if you are powerful and you have all the money in the fucking world and all the power in the world, that your level of depravity is going to mirror that. Yes, I would believe that. How, how do they get in power, though? That's what I'm like. I guess sociopaths are climbers. People who don't care who they destroy and, and you know, 
again, I've encountered people like this in my in my regular life who don't mind to destroy you and actually even take pleasure in it and even taunt you with it a little bit. You know what I mean? They're evil human beings. Um, for a person, a regular person like that, that usually ends badly for them because they end up getting surrounded by people who are like that and then their lives just completely collapse. I've seen it happen. I'm watching it happen to, you know, a few people. And, you know, we'll have to talk about that after the show. Yeah. Um, no, fuck it, air it out right now. <laughs> no, <we're> <laughs> Let's not. name names. <laughs> um, we're live. No, it's, uh, you know, if you're an evil person, it will come back to you. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big believer in anything mystical or anything like that. But for some reason, I think that those things hold true is that if you're an awful person, eventually you do pay for it. So um, there are exceptions, but not very many. Um, plus your life in general, if you're a person like that, is torture. I mean, Donald Trump's life is not good. It's never been good. He's unsure of himself. He's a cunt. He's a pussy. He's a coward. He knows it. He knows it deep down. His life sucks. It doesn't matter he's the fucking president. He's got money. It sucks. And we all know it sucks. And he knows that we know it sucks. But his followers believe that, you know what I mean? Like, you have a bunch of people who are willing to believe all of his bullshit. But deep down inside, they don't believe it either. They just like the fact that it owns the libs. That's the only thing that they like, you know? Nobody believes Donald Trump is a tough, courageous. None of, nobody believes that because it's so obviously patently false. You know, um, I don't know. Li- they're living their existence is a pretty awful thing. So, um, so then they think that more money and power is going to fill a hole. And- Absolutely, and there's a hole inside them that cannot be filled. Like it's one of the best quotes I've ever heard about somebody who's just evil and and preys on other, on upon other people is on Tombstone. Oddly enough, where they're discussing Johnny Ringo, and he's like, "Guy." Like Johnny can never kill enough or hurt enough or cause enough pain. He's like, for what? He's like, for he's like revenge. He's like revenge for what? Being born. Some people truly hate themselves, so they have to take it out on other people. Mm-hmm. So, favorite things. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we might have ended in, uh, reached the end of the rainbow here. Might have. Uh, there's no subreddit. There's no um, period report. Hopefully, them being in hedonism too. Hopefully, she's not on her period. Hate for the rain to come down then, whenever she's getting plowed by eleven Jamaican dudes. You Neat. know what I mean? <laughs> Aaron's been doing the. I wanted him to talk about it, but he's at fucking hedonism too. He's been doing the, like fasting every other day or something like that. Yeah. Or just eating one time a day and fasting for 24 hours, something yeah. like that. And drinking water and eating mostly meat. Oh, that's good. So he lost, he's down to 216. I don't know, man. He's, his frame, he needs to be a little bit bigger. I think he should get up to 400 pounds. <laughs> sure. Remember our uh, idea to uh, get you up to about six bills? And, train and then train down. me to get back down get so, I can, back so down. I can be an inspiration on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> I still think we should do it. I can tell you, it's not that bad being that big. Almost everything hurts all the time. You I get, weighed, at one point, man, I weighed 300 pounds. Like I was, when I first started working on the railroad. All the live long day, can't help myself. 
I mean, I still worked out and everything. I was strong, but I was really fat. And um, I had chest pains. I was always in pain, always tired, all these things. I've put my body through the ringer. I'm surprised I'm healthy because I've really put my body through the ringer quite a few times. So it's wild. Mm. You think we're done? Yeah. All right. I got a song to go out on here. Justin Towns Earl. He died this week. Rest in peace. My sweet baby boy. Mm-hmm. You see, this is a cover of a replacement song. Thanks for listening. Go fuck yourselves. See you next week. Close, but the